I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hello, I'm Sarah. And I'm Toby. And this is the Whispering Woods Extra. This extra is all about... The Nopera Bow. Yeah, we've got some more Nopera Bow stories. We've got two stories to share today. Are you ready for the first one? Yes, I am. I think about this a couple of times a year. I've looked it up, but never find anything similar. This happened a few years ago. One night, my now wife and I were driving back from Sonic. We lived in a very old house, very small town, in West Texas. It was raining, but not heavily. Puddles on the ground, wet enough that it would be weird for someone to be walking around. On top of that, there's lots of roads with little or no lighting. So lots of the roads are mostly dark at night. We were driving down one such road when this happened. As my wife and I were driving, I looked to my right and saw what I can only describe to be a faceless man. Not deformed, but faceless. His face was white, or really all of him looked white. He looked almost like a blur. His arms seemed impossibly long almost down to the ground and were moving in just an unnatural way. Arms swinging back and forth aimlessly but also very fast. The best I can describe this man's movements is that he looked like he was glitching. We weren't moving fast probably 25 miles an hour 
because we were in a residential area. I looked at him long enough that I had time to wonder what I was looking at before he went out of view. For a second, I even wondered if someone was using a weed whacker or doing yard work, but of course not. It was 9pm and raining. I said nothing to my wife, assuming my eyes had just played tricks on me. It was dark. Maybe the rain blurred the window. I didn't know. A couple of hours later, my wife asked me if I'd noticed the man on the side of the road that had no face. Anyone know what this might be called? Or anyone had any similar experiences? What do you think of that one? Yeah, it's creepy when you can't see, like, their faces and that. Mm, it's it's a bit of a combination. It sounds like a bit of a glitch. Yeah. Also a bit sort of Slender Man, also a bit Nopper Bow, so that's why I included it. I'm just going with no faces at all. Um, yeah, don't like the sound of it. No. <laughs> Do you know, if I go out night drive, because I ba- barely leave the house, as we all know, uh, it's actually made myself sound really old then. Um... <laughs> I'm going to be looking at people and making sure that they have faces now. Yeah. Especially now that we're in the spooky season. I'm going to be checking people out. i got to go and get the bus later to collect Willow and bring her back for the night. I'm going to be like looking out the window, <laughs> making sure everybody's got a face. <laughs> I might even ring you to come and meet us. Yeah. Come and pick us up from the bus stop. <laughs> right. I've got another story. This one is longer. Are you ready? Yes, I am. Just a few years ago, my friends and I decided to take a road trip to Santa Fe. I'd just turned 18 and thought it would be fun to pack up the car with my boys and hit the road. Santa Fe has always seemed interesting to me, as I've never really known or heard much about New Mexico. The drive was thrilling, full of laughs and good music. We checked into our hotel and settled in. We were staying at Hotel Santa Fe, an adobe-style hotel in the centre of the very small town. The town felt strange from the get-go. Maybe it was just me, and would love any readers to explain why, but there were a few odd things about this town. First of all, most businesses close early, around five or so, and when they close, they close. Doors are locked and lights are out. It seems all the locals are nowhere to be found or asleep by 8pm. Santa Fe gives off eerie vibes. It's definitely a spiritual small town, but at times it felt like something more sinister was going on. Something in the air, but I digress. After settling down into our rooms, we hit the streets to walk and get a bite to eat and shop. There wasn't much that interested our group, as we were all teenage boys, and the town is more geared towards older retirees or avid southwestern art collectors. But nevertheless, we were still considerate of the culture and full of curiosity, which would later be a poor mistake. As the evening came, the sky filled with a beautiful pink sunset. Most of my friends in the group were tired and ready to relax over some beers back at the room, but my closest friend and I still weren't satisfied. 
We chilled at the room with the group until late into the night and everyone fell asleep. But our raging curiosity still wasn't cured. You see, me and my friend John were avid urban explorers. We loved exploring abandoned buildings and had lots of experience. We even made a social media account where we'd post pictures and videos of our findings. Now that we were in Santa Fe, we were thrilled to get out and explore the unknown. Around 2am rolled around and we snuck out of our hotel room, careful not to wake the others sleeping, and set to the streets for adventure. When we stepped outside into the night, we were greeted with a very peculiar experience. The town was desolate, like nothing I'd ever seen before. Not a soul was out. So much so, we walked down the middle of the street because there wasn't a car in sight. It was slightly unsettling, as it still felt like we were being watched. An uncanny feeling. The best way I can explain how quiet it was at night was when we walked down the street, we approached an intersection and jokingly stood under the traffic lights. The town was so empty and quiet, we could actually hear the bulb click as the light changed from red to green. It was an odd feeling, being the only ones out. I've been in towns at night before and yes, it's quiet, but there's still the occasional bar open with some distant music or the occasional homeless person, but believe me when I say Santa Fe was empty. We proceeded to explore the town, climbing on top of a few buildings to get pictures and looking around. But our curiosity still wasn't cured. We decided to continue walking until we came to a nearby river. Hoping we could find a nearby drainage tunnel we could explore, we proceeded. As we approached the river, we noticed there was a small tunnel stroke bridge that went over the river. As we walked through the brush and approached the water, we got a better look into the tunnel. It looked like there was a dim light coming from under the bridge. We walked closer and closer without our flashlights on, just enjoying the moonlight. There we were standing at the mouth of the tunnel. Suddenly John whispered to me, Wow, do you see that? We were met with an unsettling view of about 10 to 15 candles on the ground, lighting up the underside of the bridge. We proceeded to walk in to check out what was going on. That's when we immediately turned on our flashlights and focused them into the tunnel. There was a figure sitting on the ground. At first I couldn't tell if it was a pile of rocks and my eyes were playing tricks on me. We got closer and the figure moved. That's when I felt my heart start pounding but tried to reassure myself, thinking maybe it's just a homeless person. I focused my flashlight to a smaller beam that would illuminate the figure. We stopped in our tracks and just stood there staring at what my light was fixed on. A bald man with absolutely no hair or anything on the back of his head, just sitting there looking in the opposite direction. My light was shining directly on the back of his head. We stood there for a good ten seconds, just waiting for him to turn his head around. That's when we realised its head was facing us. I shone my light a little bit lower to illuminate its torso, 
this man, thing, had absolutely no face. Just perfectly smooth. No ears either. Nothing. Just sitting there, still. It felt like it was staring at us, but there were no eyes. We both realised what we were looking at. At the same time, John whispered to me, Where's his face? That's when it got up. At this moment, I felt my blood run cold. It picked something up off the ground and we ran. We ran so fast I felt for the first time I was legitimately running for my life. As we exited the tunnel, we ran to higher ground and got on top of the bridge so the mouth of the tunnel was below us. I shone my flashlight down onto the ground. That's when I saw the most terrifying thing I've ever seen. The thing came out of the tunnel and just stood there. It stepped into the light of my flashlight. It was holding what looked like some sort of weapon, almost like a metal pitchfork or trident, and looked directly at us. We were just frozen. I shone my flashlight directly on his face once more, and for a good 20 seconds we just stood there in complete terror as it stood there motionless. No face, just smooth skin. There are a few features on top of its bald head, almost like horns, but I'm not sure what they were. Then suddenly it started bolting towards us. That's when we heard it. It made a strange sound. The best I could describe would be an angry hum, like if you were to scream with your mouth closed. This thing was angry, running towards us, waving its pitchfork into thin air. We ran as fast as we could back to the hotel. We finally made it back, still shaking. I felt sick with adrenaline. As we caught our breath in the elevator, we both looked at each other. The next day, we didn't even bother telling the rest of the group. One, because we knew it sounded too unbelievable. And two, because we were both too shaken up to talk about it. To this day, we still don't talk much about what we saw. But recently, John mentioned it to me. We were talking about the trip as he lowered his voice and said, You saw that too, right? Looking back, I decided to do some research on New Mexico. Finding out that the government has done many secret experiments in the desert and the area has many Indian burial grounds. The land is a cocktail for the uncanny. I often wonder if what we saw was some mutant human as a result of the Manhattan Project. A nuclear test done in the desert of New Mexico. There are rumours that the government not only tested their bombs on test-built structures, but humans. Maybe we saw a mutant, or maybe it was some sort of native spirit. But I'm still not much of the supernatural believer. Regardless, I will never be able to explain what I saw that night. And I will never forget the view of the faceless man looking at me. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. 
Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Well, well I never. A nopera bow demon. Yeah. Scary ass. Yeah, it's called devil. Isn't it? Yeah, whenever I think of like tunnels and stuff, I think of it, Stephen King. Yeah. When he was lurking down the sewers. Yeah, that <laughs> film is mad. Is. Which one? Both of them. Yeah. The first one's scarier though. Yeah, it is though, isn't it? He was yeah. like Tim Curry, he was the best it. I'm not saying, I can't remember his name now, the other guy. Um, I probably couldn't pronounce it anyway. He's good, and like his facial expressions were pretty amazing. Yeah, but it's not just it's just not original, is it? No, not only that. Watched... The original one's best. I can't do it. So I watched that when I was like proper young, mm. and that, that ever since that I hated clowns. Mm. I think me and me's having it. Yeah, but the I watched a documentary actually. I think it was just purely on it, and when they were designing the costume, he was like. Adamant, no, I don't want any prosthetics, things like that on his face. Um, because he's such a character actor. And yeah. it, they did right, because they were going to really do his face up, but they just put the like the white paint on and the red in the end, and obviously he had the teeth at points of the film. But he didn't need it. Yeah. Because he's, like, creepy, and this voice is so cool. <laughs> I remember not wanting to go to sleep because I always had a nightmare about him. Mm. And I remember Dad was like, "Why oh, do you want to go to sleep?" And I was just like, I just grabbed my nose and went, "Oh, oh. I remember." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I watched it when it sort of first came out, and I first, how old was I? Like, Seventeen, eighteen, and um, we, I think we watched the whole like mini series in one sitting. Yeah. And yeah, I thought it was brilliant, frightened the life out of me. Let down by the spider at the end, but I thought it was brilliant. Yeah. I have read the book, which is, you know, obviously it's even better. But, yeah. yeah. Any, I'm just a, obviously a Stephen King fan. <laughs> yeah, the book tells you about, like, his original and that. You come from, a, like, a parallel universe or something. It goes into more detail, yeah. And, like, the ending is slightly different. Uh, yeah, it, it does go into more detail, but... They are doing um, an Origins It TV yeah. series. Did you know that? Have nah. I said they're doing it? And I cannot <laughs> wait. I am su- like super excited for that. Shouldn't say it because whenever I get excited, things let me down. <laughs> so um, I'll take it back. Yeah, it's gonna be rubbish, but we'll have a go. <laughs> yeah, the weird thing about it, it. It, yeah, it. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> he like he feeds on fear, doesn't he? Mm-hmm. So like, if if everybody knew that, it would just been could this weirdo? Mm-hmm. What is he looking out of his clown face? Mm-hmm. And then he would just been like, oh. <laughs> and then, but if 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 it were real and he were coming to me trying to eat me and that, I'd be like, I ain't scared of you, mate. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I mean, I would, but I can't. I can't show him that, can yeah. I? Just like, 
What are you looking at? <laughs> yeah, but does it... Does it <laughs> right, I get you. I get you. But what I'm wondering is, does it... It probably still knows, doesn't it? Yeah. It? <laughs> I don't know, innit? Because in... When... I can't remember if it was the first one, like, the old it, mm-hmm. or the, the new it, or newish, where uh, the adults are trying to pretend like he's not there. Mm-hmm. But you can see in his face that he's, like, scared, mm-hmm. but he's trying to pretend he's not there because he's, like, behind him, like, mm-hmm. dancing and that. Mm-hmm. I just imagine that, though. Like, I'd be like, get away. It's <laughs> <laughs> just, yeah. He's brilliant, Stephen King. He's, he's got a mind of a maniac. Yeah. <laughs> No, it is just, like, disturbing the way he mm. moves, and that is, like... Mm. I just remember it when I was younger. Like, that's why I'm so scared of it now, because when I was younger, I just remember certain things in the film. Mm. Like, when he was, like, crawled through the pond as a skeleton. Yep. And, yeah. Mm. And the him hid behind the the washing. And oh, then yeah. the, the washing, like, wind, you see him, and then he's gone. Yeah. That, that, that bit, yeah. And the drain. The drain part is obviously yeah. the classic bit. That I sent you a picture. Hi, Georgie. <laughs> Do you remember I sent you that picture when I went out for my night walk? Yeah, and you had the drain. A, a balloon in it. <laughs> Do you remember my Halloween outfit? When I when it was that thing where it was like Georgie's legs like yeah. that and then Pennywise is underneath. <laughs> And then he's just walking around with the yellow coat and Pennywise is yeah. like, you're on his shoulders. Love it. <laughs> well, that brings us to the end of this episode. Hope you enjoyed and we'll catch you again on Monday. We surely will. Yes, and that will be our Halloween episode. I've not chosen it yet, but it'll be good, I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> Take care, everyone. Goodbye. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health-monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer after for years to come try their sheets with a 30 night guarantee plus get 15% off your first order at bolandbranch.com code buttery exclusions apply see site for details